Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Welcome back, Daniel. Thanks. We missed you. Yeah, you and Logan powwowed last week. Logan filled some shoes, man. He is he is coming a long way. It's very impressive. He's excellent. I, I we got some really good feedback. I, I get I think he's probably basically gonna become more popular than you or I. It's cool. A, it's very simple. He already is more popular than I am. I don't know Easily. about that. Easily. We all have different roles. It's we the all hair. we all have different you remember that time that gentleman told like, Oh, you kinda like are the circus master. Like to me, yeah. And then they're like, and you're kind of the brains. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I can't mention who it was, but I mean, you remember not, that? It's not totally untrue. <laughs> was, uh, I was like, I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> it was just kind of funny, very humbling you're to say the least. Conductor of for sure. Chaos, chaos, or chaos coordinator. That's what my wife uh, has on a T-shirt, I think, or a cup or something, or maybe it's both. Very descriptive of her. Hey, I've got a couple updates because I'm pretty pumped. I, if you recall, the last time we were having a little bro talk, I was talking about an upcoming race and a very aggressive goal that I had. So I'm a big believer in goals. I'm a big believer in you know setting sort of articulating what it is you desire and then charting the course to get there. And that's mm-hmm. most of the, you know, challenge that people have. So charting a course to get to a PR in a race, for me at least, this isn't true for everybody, but it mandates running faster in training with other people. So like setting mm-hmm. goals and so forth, I'm a, also a huge believer in if you want to be better at something, surround yourself by people who are better than sure. you. And so that's been sort of a, a prayer of mine for a while now because my old running partner, older as in years ago, was was injured, a career-ending injury. So he was one of the most consistent running partners I've had locally. Um, and ultimately, we can't run together anymore. It's been devastating. Yeah. So I have sort of had running partners here and there, and just schedules don't work, timing doesn't work, what we're training for doesn't work, you know, just a variety of things. And when you run with me, my we running pace is your walking we pace. We haven't run together in years. Because you're walking next to me. You don't run. Let's let's face it. You're on the bike. Not anymore, I don't you're, run. Yeah, so there you go. If you ran, we would run. We did a race together. Remember? We did Chicago Half together. A couple or just one? I thought we just did one, but maybe I don't maybe remember we, now. Anyways... So you had the Garmin that was as big as your forearm. Yeah, the old. The beeping. The old Garmin. It would beep. It's huge. No, it was they've huge. They've come a long way. Oh, they've come a long way. I don't like technology. Today, everybody spoiled run. Liberty flew. So long story short, I started running with a group. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, it's a, it takes a little effort to get there, 5.30 a.m., which is when I usually run anyways, 5.30 a.m., but it's about a... 20-minute drive away to meet them. It's in downtown Lexington. I am in heaven. Yeah. I love it. Love it. I mean, these are runners. A couple people who've run Boston, uh, and not just like on a charity bib. Sure. Like they qualified. Nothing against charity bibs. No, but like, no, yeah, that's how I ran New York. Qualifying level is... It's massive. Huge, yeah. So I'm being pushed. I'm being challenged. All before most people are out of bed. 
I love it. And and kind of selfish updates. Uh, my general training time is now dropped back below eight. I've dropped a quick five pounds. I mean, forty-five. Boom! Looking, feeling good. There you go. <laughs> Look at Logan. Logan's like, this is not good. Anyways, we got some great podcasts. Now, again, we talk about this as you're listening to one episode, but we're sitting down and going to record two. So I'm really excited about both of these today. The first one is a DIY Money Junior. You see what's happening? Slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely the juniors are coming in. So DIY Money Junior, what is it? Well, if you've got a kid in your household that's interested in finances – I mean, they could ask you a question. You're driving to school. Hey, Dad, how do I buy a stock? Okay, you try to answer. You can answer. That's fine. But have a light bulb go off, would you please? Because this is a way for your kid to get $25. Why haven't we had our kids sending questions yet? I'm doing that immediately. My kid just the other day is like, Dad, how do I make some money? Because his schedule at Chick-fil-A is waning because he's getting ready to do sport, you know, et cetera. So whatever. I'm going to have him do that. $25 Amazon gift card for sending a question. If it's a junior, all we have we have a one little form that basically says, yeah, you consent as the adult, the parent, to allow your child to be on the podcast. Yeah. That's it. And then we put the put the audio uh, version up, and we'll send your kid $25 Amazon gift card. We used to send the stock, but blah, they started charging. Nonsense. Ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so we got a great one from Olivia. Olivia, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, DIY. This is Olivia, and I'm from Idaho. This summer, I started my first real job. Between that, cleaning my dad's office, and babysitting, I have saved about $3,000 in my savings account, and that's going to go towards college. I still have four more years until I go to college, but I want to save as much as I can before then. My parents said that they will match whatever I have in my savings account before I start college. My question is, what is the best way to grow my savings so I have the most money possible for college? Thanks, DIY. Oh my goodness. Olivia has three jobs. Three jobs! Hustling. Hustler! You've got it. And I don't even know what it is, but you got it. I love it. Yeah. All right. First of all, Olivia, do your parents know that you've already saved three grand and that when they said match, like that's dollar for dollar? Because you need to hold them to that. Because at this rate, you're going to have like 50K and they're going to have to pony up some dollars. Nice. Uh, okay. I, Olivia. I wonder if they're doing that like month to month. So she's, they should. The, the DCA on well, that. Well, that, that's, that's actually the thing, thing uh, I was going to share with the parents is don't wait to the last minute. You know, don't, don't, don't wait to the last minute. I would, I would uh, get the compound in interest. So, Olivia, I'm going to suggest, and I'd love to hear Daniel's thoughts on this, but I'm going to suggest simply opening up a custodial investment account. Custodial investment account, unfortunately, at your age, you cannot have one in your own name. Your parents have to be the custodian. And even though you're going to, to college in just a few years, I still think that you should uh, be investing this money because – now, a lot of people are going to say, wait a second, Quint. You, you say that you, know, you, can, uh, you shouldn't invest in five years or less, which is normally what we say – but if you run into problems, Olivia, meaning markets are down, et cetera, um, you should be able to bridge the gap 
with a a student loan that if you structure it correctly won't incur, won't incur interest until you're done uh, therefore you actually have an additional let's just call it four years of time to compound the money now again it's getting a little cute but it's what I'm doing with with my son. So my son, we've put money away. He's 15 now, a sophomore. In a few years, he'll he'll go to college, I, I hope. Now, we're looking at options for him because he's become a, a, a fairly decent swimmer. He has good academics. So maybe there's going to be some scholarship money. I, I don't know. But the reality is, is that I'm not backing off the investment strategy, which is quite aggressive for him, just because he's a few years out from college. I, I just don't know. I'll tell you, if you're working three jobs and you got three years to go, I mean, you're probably getting a scholarship of some sort. I mean, you you gonna get your hustle on. It's all it's awesome. So custodial account, I think the the easy way, easiest way is, you know, primarily what, total market index, uh, maybe throw in some small cap. Again, just Keep it keep it basic. Your your parents can help you with an allocation. Um, but again, I, I think a custodial account. Invest it every time you get some money. Plunk it in there. Dollar cost average, and you are well on your way to not only having a nice little nest egg for you for college or a house, but remember, Olivia, one of the one of the most important pieces of this is at a very young age, you are going to start to gain experience and investment maturity. And I can tell you, that doesn't always correlate with age. I don't care how old someone is. If they haven't been investing long, their maturity level is like a toddler. And when things go down, oh, get me out. This is terrible. I can't handle this. And then all of a sudden, things are better. Oh, I like this. I want to. You know what they end up doing? They end up buying high, selling low every time. So the greatest benefit of this process for you is you're going to start to learn and become confident in the fact that markets go up, markets go down, but over a long period of time, you're going to do very well. Bravo to you, Olivia. Bravo to your parents who have obviously done very well in raising you thus far. We wish you nothing but the best. What say you, Daniel? I really like your perspective. I think. Oh, now that's really impressive. Yeah. La la la. Had a hell of a little inflection there. I don't know what happened. Uh, I like your perspective. Uh, I will add, you said uh, sort of time investing equates to sort of that maturity. I would say to expand on that, it's probably time that you've been involved in your investing because you can invest in something like a 401k for 20, 30 years, never really ever pay attention to it. But once you start becoming involved in that investment, that's kind of where that sort of maturity aspect starts to develop and, and so forth. And more so being, I think, weathered by investments a little bit. Um, yeah, I think so. Astute listeners to the podcast uh, will probably note and, and point out that uh, your suggestion and uh, my agreement with it to sort of uh, invest this to dollar cost average in to open up an investment account for a goal that seems only four years away seems contradictory to what we've talked about in previous podcasts, where if your goal is less than five and uh, sometimes even seven years away, you should chuck that in a savings account, get some simple interest. So you, you know it's going to be there. And I would say that the difference in this particular scenario is I'm not sure that we know specifically if Olivia is going to need these funds on day one to pay a tuition bill. 
And if that's the case, if the parents are saying, hey, I'm we're matching what you're putting in, but you're paying your tuition bill for the first semester of college, then she might want to uh, sort of invest that in a more conservative way uh, or save that in a more conservative way. But we're kind of working under the assumption of she'll hopefully have options, right? Like scholarship funds um, or other ways to pay for college. She's already been hustling, working, et cetera. So she might work while going to college and things like that. So this using these funds to get into investments, to start setting up her future, are going to provide a lot of opportunity along the way uh, if she can start investing that and then potentially not even utilize that for actual college expenses. So because Olivia actually has a history of hustling, uh, getting some income, working on this, um, I think that the investing route is the way to go too. Uh, Olivia, leave some options there. If your, if your work ethic is any indication of sort of the 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 desire you have to you know I don't know get the biggest bang for your buck I implore you to be looking for things like obscure scholarships that are out there uh opportunities wherever you go to school to sort of combine the work life uh, balance school experience for example Logan uh, was a resident advisor and then become became a head RA. I don't know what that's called, whatever, a director of residence uh, on the campus. And so he pretty much had room and board and all that taken care of. He was then able to secure academic scholarship money uh, that, you know, basically took care of his entire his entire schooling. I, I'm just convinced. I, I realize that this isn't true for everybody, but you can figure this out. So you know, let me encourage you, your parents, to say, hey, there are options out there. I'll never forget when I had a student of mine at the university, and he was not on one of these great scholarships that a lot of kids that I have the privilege of teaching are. A lot of the kids that I have a privilege of teaching are on governor scholars and, and various other scholarships that have paid for their whole schooling just to keep them in the state of Kentucky. Uh, but he didn't have that. He, 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 didn't, he, he didn't get any of those. He kind of uh, didn't apply himself early in, in life. But he then took kind of a, it was a kind of a chip on his shoulder. And he was like, I'm going to find every scholarship out there. And he made money. By the time it was over, I'm not joking. He made and he applied for he was like, Quint, you have no idea. I got a scholarship that's originally for girls. He goes, but the reality is nobody applied for it. I was the only one. So they sent me like three grand. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? So the reality is they're out there. You got to do a little digging. Somebody did an app on that one time. There's this app and a subscription service and you can like try to find all these obscure, you know, scholarships and so forth. So anyways, I encourage you to go down that route. But Olivia, thanks so much for for tuning into the podcast. You're on a just a great trajectory. We wish you the best. You're going to you're going to crush it. There's never any shortcut and and ultimately there's never any um, other way than hard work and, and just getting after it, which obviously you're doing. So what do you think of Olivia? This girl, a powerhouse. I felt like all week I've just been trying to keep up with her. We will gladly send you a $25 Amazon gift card for your question today. And if you're out there, again, whether you're an adult wanting to send us a question or you have a curious mind in your home that has a great question, please do drop it to us at podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Don't write it in. 
put it on an audio file on your phone and just hit message. It's not that hard. Or ask your teenager how to do it. I'm sure they know how to do it. Uh, And then if we use the question, we'll send you the $25 Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty darn simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your questions aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.